Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched The Amazing Race Season 30, Episode 6. Well, technically, I guess it's Episode 7 and 8, All's Fair in Love and War. The episode that takes place in Zimbabwe. And I love these types of episodes. Not necessarily just in Africa, but anywhere where they go to like wildlife reserves or anything like that. Uh, but Africa is the coolest because they have the coolest animals. They've got elephants and zebras and uh, rhinos. Uh, is specifically the Rhino and Wildlife Reserve, I think, is the name of the place they go to. Uh, the first half of this episode, the first hour of this episode, the teams had to swap partners. Part, hashtag partner swap. And uh, this is the first time this has ever happened on the race, I think, unless they did it with the blind date season that I haven't watched yet. Um, I, but it, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting, and they it was there's a bit of randomness to it. They did get to pick depending on who got to the um, uh, to to the campsite to build their tents first, uh, so that when they get there. Have to build those tents and then they sleep at the reserve overnight. And then in the morning they find out they have to do this partner swap. So we end up with uh Team Big Brother and X Games swapping partners. We had the Ocean Rescue and Indy Car teams swap partners, and Yale and Firefighter Twins swapped their partners. And uh yeah, it was kind of a it, it was a it was a, a mix of results it had mixed results as half of that first matchup did extremely well jen from team extreme the team that i am rooting for uh ended up with cody and that left christy and jessica together uh cody and jen knocked this one out of the park they just totally destroyed everybody as far as uh, they they found the canteen clues, they had to go out on a boat and search a bunch of, diff of little islands to find uh, a clue that was tied to a couple of canteens. And then they had a choice between either searching for evidence of poachers, and then they have to match it up to where you found all those pieces of evidence. There are eight pieces total. Uh, or they could resupply a uh, like a supply station for park rangers, which involves digging up a an old canister of of water and replacing it with brand new water, and uh, and driving most importantly driving across all kinds of crazy terrain through a river. They had to cross a river in this uh, in this four wheel drive vehicle. It's not really a truck. It's got, it's kind of like a jeep. But it's not also not a Jeep. It's like a it's a four wheeler, kind of a truck. It's like SUVs before SUVs were a thing. Whatever. They had they had to drive through a bunch of mud and everything, and uh, Cody and Jen have no problem with this at all. And the bad luck of this was well, the first piece of bad luck is that their respective partners, neither of them were able to drive a uh, manual transmission vehicle. Whereas both of them were able to. So they were a little bit unlucky choosing which one of them got paired up with the other. And uh, also, 
once they got to the pit stop, they had to wait for the rest of their tam- team to be able to get checked in. So even though Cody and Jan were amazing at this and got to the pit stop first, they left last because they had to wait for Christy and Jessica, who had a really hard time uh, remembering what order they picked up all of their evidence with. Because they had to do that challenge since neither of them could drive the vehicle that they're going to. It still would be tough. Even if you are able to drive a manual transmission vehicle, these have the driver's seat on the right side, which is going to be tricky even if you are uh, good at driving a manual. So both of these options look like a lot of fun because, uh, oh yeah, the looking for clues thing, you're on horseback. Also, to so to ride horses around a, a wildlife a wildlife reserve in Zimbabwe and seeing uh, all kinds of different animals uh you have the 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 gazelle i think they were there were elephants dare i say elephants rhinos zebras i've said all of these animals before there are some crocodiles too they were there were not stock footage they were cutaway shots of crocodiles but I don't think they actually encountered them um, as they were crossing the river. Anyway, uh, Team Indian Team Ocean Rescue reunited first, and so they were able to leave for the next leg of the race. And they were followed by Team Yale and Team Firefighters. They uh, both did moderately well, uh, which got them to the mat pretty, pretty soon after each other. So they were to leave second. And then soon after that, Team Big Brother and Team Extreme left to the haberdashery in town. Once they got into town, they encountered a double U-turn, which Team Indian Team Ocean Rescue, they arrived first, and they used those U-turns on Team Big Brother and Team Yale. So the city they're in is Harare which is the uh, capital and largest city in Zimbabwe, or rather the most populous city. And uh, there are markets. There's a, a giant indoor mall. And that's where the first choice the teams have on this leg, uh, that they can either deliver mail in that indoor mall or they can deliver a couple of tires to a uh, a hardware store that's like a half a mile uh, down the road from where they start um, and it's amongst a whole bunch of other uh, stores shops other places and uh, it seems like it's a little bit hard to find one of the teams has trouble fi- they walk right past it totally miss it that's one of the things um, that I've found when the couple of times I've traveled to other places is that um, the signs aren't necessarily super prominent or super obvious, not nearly as much as you might see in like a, a typical strip mall in the suburbs um, with just giant GNC signs. Why, why is that the example? I don't know. It seems like that's, there's one of those like in every strip mall or something like it uh, is a GNC um, or you know, a fast food restaurant or something like an auto zone or O'Reilly's auto parts that uh, these types of stores 
that are especially stores, but there are parts of chains they have that really prominent signage. Of course, you do also see like just cleaners. Now that may not might not be specific to that company, but it is still pretty obvious what it is. Whereas these signs have a lot of information on a very small sign, and it's a very plain sign. So uh, this place which was uh, like Rogers hardware. It wasn't Rogers, but whatever it was, they it had just a white sign with black letters on it and uh, not very big. It had the name of the store and then it had in smaller lettering, like a description of what they have and, and things like that. And it would be really easy to miss if you're not uh, being careful and checking every single sign along the way. Uh, so delivering these tires, <laughs> so Team IndyCar, they they just find they're supposed to load it up into onto the back of a flatbed truck at this hardware shop, and they they pass up the shop, and they they just come across a guy in a truck. Okay, first of all, you you guys are car guys. You should know what a flatbed truck is. It's not a pickup truck. It would not have – there's a difference. Anyway, um, they just toss the tires in the back of some guy's truck. They're like, are you supposed to re receive some tires? And the guy's like, uh, no, what's what's going on here? Um, anyway, they they are eventually successful. They don't have to do both parts of the detour, so that helps them not to lose this round. Actually, both teams that got detoured – they both overcome it and get fourth and fifth place and the firefighters are eliminated. Now, uh, yeah, I am jumping ahead, but uh, I saw some tweets and I always like accidentally see tweets that I think might be spoilers. And I see like a couple words of it and I piece it together and I think, Oh God, I just spoiled it. And, and now what's the point of even watching? That's part of why I didn't even um, watch it until right before and during the next week's episode. But uh, I thought that Team Big Brother were eliminated. Not that I was necessarily upset or happy about that. But it was like, okay, I don't really have to watch. It's not going to be as exciting. Um, but then, it, as it turns out, that's not what happens. And they are still in the race. And in a way, I mean, I don't want to ever come across spoilers if i'm not able to watch something live um but if i do it's it's kind of nice when i end up seeing a wrong spoiler because then uh it's not necessarily like i've been lied to or something but it's it it goes against what my expectation was and it has that same sort of surprise effect that it would be if i didn't know anything at all or maybe it's even better. It's not better. It's not better than avoiding all spoilers. But uh, but yeah, it was kind of a nice surprise that they were not eliminated because I thought that they were the ones eliminated. Although I am a little bit disappointed to see the firefighters go. They they're really nice guys. They got they got teamed up with that team swap, the partner swap thing. They both worked really well with uh, the the halves of Team Yale, 
And uh, yeah, I was kind of kind of rooting for him a, a little bit. Not really. I was mostly rooting for Team Extreme. I am completely rooting for Team Extreme. Like I don't even want anybody else to even come close to even challenging them getting first place. So I was pretty disappointed when Team Ocean Rescue won this leg. It was it was close, but the big equalizer was the final task of this leg, which was to learn a song in the Shona language and perform it at the Harare Gardens. And to be honest, I didn't feel like any of the teams sang well at all, but that wasn't really the point. It was more so the confidence they had in themselves uh, to get pretty close with the pronunciation and the the melody and the, the rhythm but that wasn't as important because all all the teams that when they finally succeeded, it was when they were just getting into it and having fun instead of getting frustrated that they messed something up and, and things like that. So uh, that was kind of cool. But I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get a team that just totally nailed it and were amazing at the song or anything like that. Because that's that is pretty fun to see when it does happen. But I guess at the same time, it made it kind of an equal playing field for everybody, that everybody struggled with it. And if it was more so about the execute just the the execution of the words then there is probably like one or two teams that would have gotten that much quicker, except that they were really doing it robotically. And um, them figuring that out um, helped the other teams kind of kind of catch up to them, I guess. Um, okay, so yeah, Team Ocean Rescue won. I already said that. Uh, Team Extreme got second place. It was so close. They're right in there, right in the game, and uh, they're going to win this thing. They got to win this thing. Although, at this point, Team Ocean Rescue is on a roll, and as long as they don't kind of self-destruct, I mean, that's the case with any team. As long as they don't self-destruct, they stand a pretty good chance. But, uh, yeah, I think it's between these two now. They're both being very, very consistent, um, whereas Team Big Brother, who I thought from the start was gonna be, were going to be a huge, huge threat, um, they're, they're kind of losing it a little bit. They, they, they got by by the skin of their teeth in this round. Um, and then you also have Team IndyCar. They're in third place in this, this leg. Um, they seem to be they seem to succeed despite themselves somehow they kind of get lucky and they don't like completely screw things up and so they don't really have to recover a whole lot from it whereas um teams that get totally screwed or they totally mess up they have to work so much harder uh, specifically um team yell all the stuff that they have to overcome in in this leg especially because they have the, the u-turn and uh, the targets are on their backs because they are really smart about things. And they're really good at the physical challenges when they have figured them out, um, which they have eventually done every single time so far. Um, 
so uh, it's really it's really anybody's game from here except for the firefighters because they are eliminated in this round of course um but my money is still i haven't bet any actual money but if the the hypothetical money that i've put down on a team is still on team extreme so there we go I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Uh, the CBS All Access version of the episode, they did not have the preview for next week. And I didn't want to go digging into the clips and stuff for fear that I would come across the spo- any spoilers. Um, so I have no idea, other than this one line of text on the Wikipedia page, I had scrolled down just far enough that I can see that leg number nine is Zimbabwe to Bahrain. So that's could be pretty cool. Could be pretty. I don't know anything about Bahrain, so I am looking forward to seeing and learning about it. Um, oh, that's it. I am like, I guess, kind of disappointed with who's eliminated. Firefighters, nice guys, but uh, we're getting down to it. There's only five teams left now, and uh, somebody's got to go every leg. So as long as Team Extreme makes it through. I'm I'm okay. All right, let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back for leg number nine. And whatever episode number you might want to call it. Bye.